They say no one listens to albums anymore. On the litmus test, we take albums, old and new, and review them just to see how good they really are. Lyrics, production, track placement, artist features, and other components of measure. And in the end, we give it an overall score. So let's dive into it. The Welcome back once again to uh, another fantastic episode of The Litness Test. Um, this, this episode is special because it's the season finale. And uh, we have reached our uh, something we like to call the Liddies. Um, and that's not a set in stone, but, uh, you know, I, I like how it sounds. So anyway, uh, this will be a special episode again because we have some returning guests. Um, I'm your host, of course, uh, G. Smith. And I have my co-host, as always, Dave. And then I we also have uh, Ian from the Vibes and Stuff podcast. And then we have uh, Reggie from... Um, life so what's up fellas <laughs> what's going on <laughs> what's, up, what's, up? <laughs> what's up what's up what's up so we're getting to it man um i'm gonna list i'm gonna tell you guys um the albums that we reviewed and i'm just gonna break down some numbers for you guys and then we'll man we'll dive right in with your thoughts so this is in order uh we did kanye west late registration uh which was uh was very interesting uh, <laughs> to say the least, a very interesting review. Then we did Missy Elliott's The Real World. That That's when things really picked up. Uh, Eminem, The Slim Shady LP. Lupe Fiasco, Food and Liquor. Uh, Method Man and Red Man, Blackout. 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying. Kendrick Lamar, Section 80. Uh, Most Deaf, Black on Both Sides. Busta Rhymes, Extinction Level Event. Lil Wayne, The Carter Five. The Cool Kids, Bake Sale. Logic, Young Sinatra 4, Pharaoh Monch, Internal Affairs, and Bryson Tiller, Trap Soul. Um, our highest rated album was Kendrick Lamar's Section 80. Um, I believe everybody gave that album a 10. The lowest, <laughs> the lowest rated album was Lil Wayne's uh, The Carter 5. Uh, the, the oh, I'm sorry. Kendrick Lamar was the highest rated, but he didn't get all tens. The unan the the only unanimous score that we gave out was tens uh, for most deaf black on both sides. And um, we'll start right there. So, uh, well, I guess we'll start with Dave. Um, what what stood out to you about this season? Uh, any any particular album that we reviewed stood out to you? Maybe surprised you or uh, kind of you know, maybe disappointed you a little bit more after we reviewed it? Uh, man, I, I would have to go with Missy's album, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have such fond memories of that album. <laughs> but listening yeah. to it again, man, it was it, it was rough, man. She, it was so hit or miss. Like, the hits were incredible, but then the misses were so bad, man. It was like <clears throat> watching Sammy Sosa at the plate or something. Like, yeah. It, it was either a home it, it was, run or a strikeout. Yeah, or, or completely like I mean, bad strikeout too. Like it wasn't like she she had Lil Kim on like two interludes just talking. It, it, it was weird, man. And I don't I don't remember that. You know, like uh, uh, initially listening to the album, I guess I just skipped them. But 
that that would be my biggest surprise. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, I, I, I was the same way. I, I had like the memories of it, man. Like I thought it was, I was like, man, I can't wait to listen to this album again because it had Eminem, it had Big Boy, uh, it had uh the Hot Boys at the time, um, it had a uh, Red Man. I, I was just like, man, I can't wait. And then we put it on, and man, the rest is history. Uh, what what go to you, Reggie? Uh, any any album that we review, uh, again stood out to you or maybe disappointed you uh, unexpectedly? Uh, for sure, the uh, the the messy. I'm with everybody on that. Uh, wow. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna end up uh, talking about it again at some point. <laughs> but yeah, um, I got the same sentiments, man. Um, um, yeah, it's just I'm lost for words, actually. <laughs> wow, wow, <laughs> that bad. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, but um, I can't remember which ones I, I, I participated in almost so. With that being said, I'm just gonna leave it at that, and I just go, you know, I come back when it, when it, uh, on other stuff. Well, oh, well, let me let me before we get to Ian, I'll break that down for you. I don't know, I don't have marked which ones you did, but I know mm-hmm. um, out of the 14 you did, you went on five shows. Um, okay. Ian right. did three, Jamil did two, and me and Dave did the. We were in all of them, of course. But right, right. yeah, I, that Missy was a tough listen. Um, Especially after you got past uh, the track with her and Red Man, it it felt like, uh, like you just trying to like you flying a plane and that punk going down and you you about to break your arms trying to trying to pull this thing back up. Uh, Ian, I, <laughs> Ian, we'll uh we'll swing it to you, man. Which which album kind of uh, uh maybe surprised you a little bit or, or or even you know something was unexpected or just disappointing uh, altogether well there were two there were two reviews uh this past season that actually did surprise me one of them y'all already touched on that was the Missy review mm-hmm. um you know you look at the you look at the guest appearances in the lineup and you're thinking you see yourself and you take into it into consideration, you know, Timberland's production. Yes. And you're thinking to yourself, man, there's no way this album is going to be anything less than a seven, you know. And then right. y'all came down hard on, on that album, man. <laughs> I, I think it, it got to, what, a five? 5.5? 5. 5? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it was it was brutal. It was brutal. Um, you know, so I was, a little, I was a little surprised. I was a little surprised by that. Like, I, I'm not a, I'm not like a Missy fan myself, but I definitely thought y'all's uh, feedback on that album was going to be a little kinder, but hey, it is what it is. Um, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. That's the whole point of the show. But um, another another surprising moment on the in, in the season was the uh, most death review. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was not expecting everybody to give it a perfect ten. I, I had a feeling Dave might have given it a ten, but I did not expect you to give it a ten. You know, what happens with a lot of these, like, you know, arguably classic albums, even if we weren't around and up on it when it came out, or like you mentioned, your, your ears weren't really geared toward most best friend in hip-hop at the time it dropped. <clears throat> even years later, we might we might hear the quality in the music, but we, we still, you know what I mean, we, we, we still wouldn't necessarily get the perfect score. 
than you did. So that was kind of surprising to me. It was a pleasant surprise because, of course, I gave it a 10 as well. But yeah. that, was, that was a little surprising. I didn't expect everybody to rate it so high. Yeah, that uh, that most definitely was a. I can't say it was a surprise, but I it was unexpected for me because I hadn't. I mean, if as we talked about, I hadn't heard it, um, in its in its entirety. I'd heard I'd heard singles from it, but I just hadn't heard the album, and it it was definitely dope. Um, so just to just to give you some more stats, the again the highest rated album we get we did was Kendrick Lamar Section Eighty. The lowest rated was uh, Lil Wayne Carter Five. That unanimous score was most deaf black on both sides and the average <laughs> the average ratings of of our guests um matter of fact we'll we'll, we'll come back to that because that's that's more interesting um so in you guys opinion i guess we'll start with you ian what was the worst album that we reviewed um on the season do you think the, the one that i felt was the worst yes um, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne and Carter Five. Like, I heard maybe like six or seven tracks off that album, and I just I wasn't interested, you know, in hearing the rest. And it's like I'm not, <laughs> you know, and I'm not, but still, like my opinion is a little biased because Lil Wayne isn't and has never been my cup of tea. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, I, it just he's just not my cup of tea. So. When everybody gave it such a low score, I, I I was just like, okay, maybe y'all see what I see. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> but you know, it just is what it is with him. Like, but outside of him, man, I, I think everything was pretty. Um, I, I I never heard Bryson Tiller's Trap Soul album, so I can't even speak on that. But if it's how y'all described it, it's probably not my cup of tea either. But I think. <laughs> I, I mean, think Lil Wayne earned the lowest, yeah. you know, score for the for the for the season. So he, he, you know, he definitely earned it. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's understandable. Uh, uh, Bryson Tiller is not for everybody, but that's why we reviewed it because it's it's not polarizing, but it 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 will draw an opinion out of you. Um, so we we'll go to we we'll go to Dave. In your opinion, man, what what? I mean, we were on every show. So what was the worst album um, that we reviewed? Oh man! <laughs> I mean, it had to be the Carter man. That that album, it it was frustrating too, because because it's so long. Like he had so long to work on it. Yes. And I feel like I feel like he he just kind of put something out. You know what I mean? Like you feel like he got released from his contract and was like, well, let's just grab some tracks. And put them together and call it an album. Like it, it was, it was a mix up of old stuff that was three, four years old. A lot of it sounded dated. Like it just, it was, it, it, was, it was sad. It was depressing. It, it just wasn't a good album. Like yeah. it wasn't reflective of him as an artist. Like we've heard how good Wayne can be when he gets the right writers around him, and you know the production's on point. But this, this was like the exact opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. Let, let me ask y'all a question because mm-hmm. I, I didn't hear the whole the whole album. Mm-hmm. Was it was it bad because it was too much of a mixed bag of all the wrong things? Or no, it was. I think the I think the issue with the album was that it was monotonous. It's the same theme, same vibe. Nothing was. It, it felt first off, it felt old, 
And then it, it was it if you know what I'm saying? Like he was he was in such a bad place during that time. Yeah. And it all comes out on this album. And it's just it's not it's not fun to listen to. Even it, even the song he did with Swiss it Beats. Lil Wayne with the swagger and the bravado. Yes. Like like there was no there's no joy in this album. Like even even the the, the, the track that used that old recycled uh uh the let's it's get it. No, uh, the, uh, yeah, no, no, the uh, it's not the one he got to sing. He turned into a single, but yeah. it, it doesn't matter. Um, it it's the theme of it. Like the whole theme of the album, like was just dry. Like it started out with this sad and this sad intro from his mom. <laughs> yeah, and she yeah. crying, and then it goes into a song with the now deceased uh, ex Tentacion or however you say his name. With him on the hook, and it's just like, and that just kept going. Like the theme of like death and sadness. Like he he just wasn't in a good headspace, and it shows, man. Like the tracks he picked, he got this song with uh uh a couple people. Even the song with Kendrick is like three four years old, and it yeah. just it just wasn't a good album. Like okay, everything so, so, put together wasn't it wasn't didn't work. So so t- tonally, it was a, it was a depressing album as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought maybe like he had just took a turn artistically, and Mm-mm. you know that nah. weren't really responding to it because like Lil Wayne, man, like I'm not going front like he's not he doesn't have skills. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, I've heard Lil Wayne verses here and there that I was actually feeling. So like for me, it'd be more interesting to hear him actually speak on substance and substance. So yeah. Um, even I, even I, it I, wasn't I, even any uh. I mean, I don't know. I guess I gotta ask Reggie, but I don't think there was anything. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Little Wayne doesn't have a problem speaking about uh, things going on socially. Um, yeah, but he didn't do that on that. Yeah, album. he got he got a track with Lil. He got a track with Nicki Minaj, but she's singing like, <laughs> like yeah. everything he kind of did on the album. Like it just it didn't make sense. Like it didn't make for a good album. Like I couldn't. Even, like that's why it seemed like they had a hard time even coming up with singles for the album. Yeah, because they were so so bad and so polarizing. Like, it was, yeah, it was it was it was rough. Uh, Reggie, uh, listen, Nicki Minaj singing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just reminded me of that mess. Hey, Reggie, was it was it? I mean, do you think that was? I mean, was it the same for you? Lil Wayne's album was that was that the worst one we reviewed, or you got another one? No, that was that was definitely the worst. Um, it it was hard, man, because, I mean, you know, he'd been going through so much with the label, mm-hmm. and, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, people are supposedly trying to kill him, and it, it's all this stuff, and then all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying, you got Free Wayne and Free Dakota Five, and so you just rooting for this album to be, like, so fire, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like, just unadulterated, like, pure heat, and yeah. then you get it, and it, like, did not meet the expectations by no means. I'm not even saying that it may not be a good song or two on the album, but it just wasn't what it was supposed to be by no means. Yeah. And then the fact that he had tracks on there that was seven, eight, like some, like even longer years old, it's like, dude, like, how you plan on competing in today's, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, music and then you know what I'm saying like at one point you was calling yourself the greatest and then you come out with like subpar album like that's not even not even not even go <laughs> like I, you know yeah. what I'm saying like none of the great like 
I mean, Jay Z, Nas. I mean, they they don't make they they don't make uh, like I just say bad albums. Like they make albums that people may not like. You know what I'm saying? But they don't make bad albums. This was a bad album. <laughs> yeah. Like it was terrible. Yeah. It was. It was. Just, it was horrible. It should have been a mixtape. That's what it. it should yeah. Have been. Like, that's it what it should have been. been. Like, it should have been like uh, feed the feed the fans or something, and then it just would have been music for people to listen to because they wanted a dose of Wayne. Like for it to be called an album, and then like people was like saying it was hard. Like this was <laughs> trash. It was trash. Yeah. It should have been called the leftovers. Uh, so. <laughs> something, man. Like, <laughs> It should have been called like the gentrification of the condo or something, man. Like it was terrible. <laughs> it, was, it was horrible. It was horrible. Uh, so let's let's flip it around then. Um, we'll start with you, Reggie. So, what was the what 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 do you think was the best album uh, we reviewed? I mean, we got a number of them. Uh, well, see, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Um, well, not say that, not say that we've necessarily reviewed, but that you've heard from this list. What what do you consider to be the oh, best okay. album? No, I, I would agree with y'all with with um, the most death. Uh, I mean, it's it's probably the most outside of the section. Eighty uh, is probably the most well-rounded album um, in terms of just giving you a dosage of, you know, what I'm saying everything that I would say hip hop entails. You know what I mean? And I think it's just it was performed. You know, what I'm saying best. Mm-hmm. The, the beat selection, like the the track selection, the order of it, like I would I would say you guys were on point with that. You know what I'm saying? We give that it is anonymous. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, vote cool. on that. So yeah. I would agree with y'all. Yeah, I thought it. Was, I, I that we'll get back to my pick later. But I agree. The most <laughs> the most deaf album was dope. Uh, we'll, we'll go to you, Dave. From this list, what do you what did you feel was the best album uh, that that you've heard off this list? Um, I don't know, man. I, I it's a tie, man. I, I really, I really always like Section Eighty. Mm-hmm. I was, I'm always, I'm a big fan of, of themes. I feel like he stuck the theme, especially for, for that to be his intro album, his debut album, and him to be so young when he made it too, for it to be that deep and that that advanced. Um, the production was on point. I love that album, man. I, I, I but then uh, that's a tough one, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with that one. I'm gonna stick with it, man. I, uh, I could say that or, or most death, but I'm, I'm gonna stick with Section Eight. Okay, okay. Ian, same thing for you? Well, you know, since we all clearly hold the most deaf in high regard, you know, we all gave that a 10. I mean, we, we you know, hey, it is what it is. It's, it's wearing a crown. But if I had to go with a second place one outside of the most deaf, I would go with Feral Munch, Internal Affairs. Mm. Mm. Y'all, just, just, just the, the lyrical nuggets you get on that album and all the dark <laughs> nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just laughing at your your, your verbiage, man. The lyrical nuggets, man. It's just... <laughs> yeah, man. Just, just. I mean, that album just over delivers a lot. Like the most, yeah. Um, you know, that album just over delivers with the beats and rhymes and dark themes and 
you know, like, I mean, we, we already know, like, Perlmutch and Mosef and Talib and, you know, Common, they were kind of like the Mount Rushmore for, like, independent hip-hop MCs in, like, the late 90s. And, you know, they, they really established themselves as, like, you know, lyricists in the game. So, um, you know, uh, if I had to give one, you know, award one outside of the Mosef, I'd give it to Perlmutch. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm looking at this list, man. Um, this is this is brutal, man. Lupe Fiasco's food and liquor, which y'all might not consider in the top, but that mess was dope. Uh, Kendrick Lamar section eighty. You should have top five, Greg. Well, you that's the list is your thing, man. I, I like to I like to be final. Uh, <laughs> Make a pick. You got Lupe food and liquor. Kendrick Lamar, Section 80, Most Deaf, Black on Both Sides, um, Logic, Young Sinatra 4, Feral March, Internal Fest. I mean, it's that. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, I guess uh, gun to my head, I, I've always had a fondness for Section 80, but I keep looking at this Lupe Fiasco food and liquor, and I honestly, I don't think it gets enough credit to be at the time that he was doing this. Um, like it was it was so refreshing, I guess you could say, considering that Kanye was out and he was basically what at his peak um, late registration yeah. going into what graduation. I mean, that's man, I can go with that. Kanye was huge. And for Lupe to just drop this off on people. Man, dude, and, and for it to have so much content um, from 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 beginning to end, I, I I mean, I was thoroughly impressed, man, thoroughly impressed. But of course, I got to give it to Section Eighty. But Lupe, I see you, I see you. Um, but going back to what you said about the Lupe, though, man, mm-hmm. the Lupe when you when you listen to that album, man, it almost makes you mad because it's like, well, how come we can't get this from him no more? Like, dude, yeah. it's 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 like I don't understand. I, I don't understand how somebody can go so less. Like I I just don't get that. Like how do you how do you get so open that you just don't make sense no more? Because of his agenda, he he developed an agenda, and that became like a crusade for him almost. You know, well, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like it's like you went that far left, like that that the music becomes. Like not a primary focus, or like your fans is not even, yeah, like considered no more. Like I, I agree. He went from especially when you look at two, uh the the second he went album, from two amazing albums. Yes, and then from there just went straight like almost loony. <laughs> like I, I mean, like I, I give lasers lasers. He didn't go so far on lasers, but I mean, like after that, it was just like. <clears throat> I don't know, man. It's, Lupe, it's Lupe's music, it's, 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 it's so woke. It's it's all it's too woke to enjoy at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's so woke. It's, it's like the Clockwork Orange. Music. Dude, like, it's I, I don't even think like, like the Clockwork Orange was actually that was watchable. Like, I'm just <laughs> like the last <laughs> album, dude. I listened to it straight through, and I I hated that album, man. Then dude. then you go back and find out it's about slavery, and then like it got all these hidden messages. Like, okay, that's cool, but but. I'm not about to sit in my car and listen to a song about currency. Dude, I don't even want to ride the bus Listen to slavery. Like, I don't want to do nothing. Straight up. Like, 
This is depressing. I don't want to listen to this, man. The whole like, album or half of it? Oh, man. I don't know, man. This is, this, is a, this is a classic example. Lupe, his latest work is a classic example of, like, conscious hip-hop gone wrong. You know what I mean? Because it's like, well, okay, we, we talked about the most depth, right? And, and the themes of embracing blackness and all of that, that's all through that album. But at no point in that album did you feel like you were being preached. Yeah, it wasn't heavy. Like, the problem MCs like Lupe Fiasco and, and Brother Ali, even Talib Kweli to a certain extent. It's like, if, if you feel like you're being preached to, it feels like you're in a... You're sitting in a speech at a, at a community center or something, listening to a lecture sometimes, and it's like um, people, some some rappers I think can kind of forget that like at the end of the day, this is music, right? You know, so you're an entertainer. Know, you ain't just, I mean, rap. Rap is an art form, true, but come on, man, you still got to entertain as well. And and is everything so militant? Like I. Here's what bothers me about Lupe. Listen to his first two albums and what we've got since then. Which one is the real Lupe? I don't know. Dude, it's... Oh, that's why I said it's frustrating, dude. Because, because he's evolved he, over he, time. He discussed all those same social issues that so-called he got issues with now. And it was like, he did it in such a well-mannered way. Yes. That, like... That, that you, like, was feeling it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you wanted to hear more from him. And then, so it's like, now you didn't evolve. You would think you would get better at it. Like, at better at hiding the message. Yes. It's like, now he's just giving it to you in, like, the most depressing form. And it's like, I, I can say, it's just, I don't know. I don't get it, man. I mean, like, I mean, people grow up. I get it. Like, Jay-Z 444, like, you get messages. Even Nas, like, now on that, just certain gems that he put out on that, on that seven track with with uh, Kanye and them. It's like, these dudes have evolved, and yet they still giving you their message in a way that you want to listen to it. Like, I don't want to listen to Lupe at all. Like, if I meet him, I don't want to listen to him now. Dang. <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing that that dude got to say no more. Like, it's just, it's so depressing, man. Like, Dang, dude. That's, depressing, man. Man, I tried to pick it, pick it up, you know, but man, we, <laughs> we just keep getting hurt by these artists. So, um, I, I, let me get to the average ratings of everyone. So, our <laughs> Dave, as far as his ratings for the for for uh, the albums that we reviewed, he averaged uh, giving out seven point nine. Um, Jamil was a six point five. Reggie was an eight. I was a seven point eight, and Ian had the highest. He averaged nines. Um, on his rating, so that that either either that speaks to the albums that we brought in on to to, to review, or he just likes handing out high grades. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't just handing out high grades. Was like, like, those were some quality albums. <laughs> okay, I mean that's understandable, man. Speak up. Uh, so. Let's get down to the big question, man. This is this is gonna have a little discussion. Um, if you could change one rating that you gave for an album, which one would it be? And we're gonna start with our highest rating guest, uh, Ian. So if there's a if there's one album that, that you could change, you did three shows, um, or if you've listened to one. And you maybe you had a personal rating. 
Nah, skip that. We did, you did three shows. Is if it's one you could change, which one would it be? It would be uh, Kanye West Slay Registration. Mm. Um, I gave that a eight point five. Uh, that was another surprising moment in the show because I actually gave it the highest rating out of between myself, you, and Dave. Yes. Uh, which I totally didn't expect because I know y'all y'all are bigger Kanye fans than me. Yeah. But I mean, I wouldn't change it drastically. I I change it from I I shave off half a point. And make it an eight I think that that album, the, the the reason why people regard that album is so, so highly, is like you said, the good tracks are really good, and it was the beginning. It, it was Kanye evolving his sound. It seemed like he had evolved it in like a year, you know, to go from college dropout, which was so sample and so heavy, to now this with like John Bryan. This this felt like a production, man. Like this is. This should be like on a on a on a movie or something. You know what I'm saying? Like he he really went for it, and I can understand people feeling like this this was my if it's not his best album, it's one of his best. Um, but okay, so you 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 would downgrade it to an eight. Okay, okay. So what? Let's go to Dave it's then. Still a, it's still a, it's still an excellent excellent. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so we go to you, Dave. Uh, you you've been the main one. Uh, you had you had some issues with some with some early grades or early ratings that you handed out. So what what go to you, man? If 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 you could change one rating on a on an album that we review, which one would it be? I, I think I have to pick that that late registration too. When I um I remember when we did it, that was one of the early ones, and I, I, I and after the show, I thought about my scale from that point on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And from then, like, I had to kind of change the way I was grading some albums because it was a good album. But I feel like, I don't know, it was it was 21 tracks. And I felt like we kind of, I was kind of hard on it for some of the misses, but the, the album had some hits. So I, I would have to change my grade. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Was it a seven? I, I believe you gave it a seven. I, I believe you gave it yeah, a seven. Yeah, I think I gave it a seven. I, I will I will bump that up to. I think I will bump that up to like an eight or eight five. Hmm. So you would have raised it. I thought you would have lowered it. That's interesting. Nah, cause, cause you know what, man? I was listening to it again, man. It, it, the, the album was solid, man. I feel like. The misses on it, we was really, really hard for the misses. Yeah. Like, Bring Me Down with Brandy was trash, obviously. We Major with Nas and Really, though, was trash. Yeah. Um, Damn. It was, it was. 
we, that's, we get to you, Reggie. We get to you. It, it was <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was sketch heavy, but the song. I mean, the album has some hits, man. You got Gone with Cameron on there. Yeah, Diamonds from Sierra Leone. You yeah. got. The Diamonds track with Jay-Z, you Touch had uh, uh, Roses, Crack Music, Drive Slow. Like, the album's solid, man. Touch the Sky gave you some early Lupe yeah. who came and killed it. I, I, I would raise my grade, man, to an 8.5. Eight wow. Wow. Okay. 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 So, now it's your turn, Reggie. Uh, if you could change one rating um, on an album, which one would it be? Um, I'm kind of like, uh, Dave, with, with, with me, I believe the first one I actually did was the Missy. Yes. And so after doing that one, it, it made me realize that this scoring was completely off. <laughs> and so I gave that, I gave that a high score, uh-huh. not realizing, you know what I'm saying, what else what else we was going to have to grade and how we were grading it. So with that being said, I would have to lower my Missy score. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like drastically. Wow. Uh, I would probably give it a five or 4.5. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think, cause I remember I gave it like an eight or a seven and a half or something like that. And, mm-hmm. I remember doing that based upon like the tracks that I thoroughly enjoyed, but you know what I'm saying? Now you listen to like, you know, uh, let's just say Lupe or you listen to a uh, section 80. It's like, if they get 10, by no means was she that close to <laughs> a team. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. with that being said, uh, I would have to, I would have to lower that score and I'm okay with doing that. I'm all right. Okay. Okay. Um, man, I'm looking at this list again. Um, I I agree. The Kanye was a was a looking back on it was a bit contentious. Um, uh, I felt like I caved. I gave it a low score when I should have gave it a higher score. But I think the one that really bothers me is the Missy. Did I? I believe I gave the Missy either a five or a six. Um. <coughs> I got them, I got the scores written down somewhere, but I, I believe I gave the the Missy a a five or a six. Um, the problem the problem with that is um, that's too high. Uh, I I I I should have I should have given that a uh, I should have given that a three, and the and the three represents Eminem, uh, Redman. And um, uh, the Hot Boys tracks, one, two, three. Those are the those are the best tracks she had, and those tracks alone will give her the three. Um, disappointment, disappointing, um, completely absurd, boring, uh, like one one dimensional. She was just she featured on her own album. She was like DJ Khaled, <laughs> but rapping. Like or singing, like it was, it was really. I'm, I'm so upset with this album. Like, like I said before, I felt like I was wasting you guys' time. I felt bad. Like, I should pick another album before it's too late. This is horrible. It, <laughs> dude. By the time you get to the middle, 
there are three songs that sound just alike. I don't want it no more. I just I I was done. And you and then you stick the track with the with the Hot Boys, Juvenile and BG. What's that like? Fifteen? That so that's Dude, a, so it, yeah. it was it was low. <laughs> it's very it was low. Man. And then it was like one of the hottest. It should have been up there with all the rest of them. Yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. This this album was this 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 was I, I I never have to listen to this again and I despise that Lil Wayne album but this there was no reason for this at all a Lil Wayne got a reason this there was no reason for this especially coming off of your first album with oh man this is this was just oh I'm I'm just glad we're past that so next season um. We got some new albums. We're gonna next season. We're gonna try to get more R and B albums in there. Um, it won't be all R and B because we, I mean, hip hop is something that we all love. But it will be more R and B. But my last question for you guys, um, I'm not sure if you thought about it. Um, there is no particular uh, set set time um, for like year of when an album came out that we that we want to review. So you could pick whichever you like. But uh, an album that you like to review next season um and i guess we can start with let's we'll start with dave oh uh uh-huh oh not ready the, the game documentary go ahead, go ahead. okay yeah I, I i say the documentary for, off the top of my head that's the first thing popped in my head okay so what's your what's your initial vibe like why why do you want to why do you want to review that i don't know man because i've been listening to game uh last couple albums like um I was listening to uh, Jesus Peace and Red, mm-hmm. and I feel like those are like slept on classics. Mm. Um, and I remember the production on the documentary kind of outshining his bars. Yeah, because he um, had he had Timbaland and Just Blaze on there. Yeah, and Andre, like it, it, it was all top notch, man. That production was crazy on that album. Yeah, and but I don't, I like lyrically, I don't remember him. And no gems and nothing like that, so I, I kind of want to go back, okay, and real like kind of you know revisit the album. Yeah, yeah. Realize was it him or was he just kind of like you said being featured on his own album? Ugh, like Missy, yeah. Uh, let's let's wait to you, Ian. Uh, is there an album, particular album that you'd like to review next season? Yeah, yeah. When you, when you originally sent out your syllabus, you said five albums. A syllabus. And I went nuts, man. I actually wrote down ten. <laughs> ten. Um, if, if you got to half of these albums, I would be happy. Like for next year. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um, so I, I, I just rattle them all. And of course, you know, I, I guess it goes without saying. I would, I would like to be in on, on each review. But okay. the first one is uh, Ghostface Killer, man, Supreme Clientele. Oh, huh, okay. Um, big pun, Capital Punishment. Okay. Uh, Slick Rick, The Art of Storytelling. Uh, excellent, excellent album. Um, De La Soul, Mosaic Stump. Mm. Uh, Jaron Denton, The Mink Coat Killer LP. Um, MERS, uh, Knife Wonder, MERS 316. Uh, Master Ace, Disposable Art, uh, A Tribe Called Quest, We Got It From Here, Thank You For Your Service, and then Sci-Hi The Prince, uh, Black History Project. Oh, hmm. 
Okay. Okay. It was well thought out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. I forgot one. Oh, and Dr. Dre, The Chronic 2001. Okay. I like that. I mean, yeah, we, you, well thought out, young man. <laughs> okay. Well, All right. So, well, I mean, it was well rounded. I mean, it was well thought out. Okay. So, we'll swing to, we'll swing it to the old man, uh, Reggie. If they, is there a particular album that you like to review for next season? Uh, you know, not, not, I don't really have anything particular. I would like to review a trap album of some sort. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and I, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Just, just to get, you know what I'm saying? Uh, people's thoughts on it. I mean, I know trap is not necessarily known for his, his lyrical content. However, uh, you know, they got some, you know, there's some artists out there. So if it's not like a, uh, either like a T.I. trap music or I, I would even go Jeezy uh, uh, Thug Motivation. One on one? We can I mean, do one. I got, I got two chains. I got two chains in the rotation right now. Okay. I mean, we can go uh, Pink Girls Love <laughs> Trap Music. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I just want a little trap vibe in there somewhere. I mean, I think, I think, uh, I mean, we, I mean, uh, two chains said it best. I mean, uh, Pretty Girls Love Trap Music. So I, I would think uh, people would enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I don't. We don't have a set list yet, but we do have. Uh, I think we right now we got about eight, eight albums. Um, we feel pretty solid about reviewing. I, we want to. We want to try to do fifteen. Um, so mm-hmm. we'll definitely take you guys. Uh, uh, we'll take you guys' opinions into consideration. Uh, absolutely. Um, and I think uh, I agree with you. I I do think that we should we should um. We should do some trap. I mean, Bryson Tiller was like a little introduction, you know, let people get their feet wet. Um, they weren't feeling it, but hey, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> we don't we don't review these no, albums I, for us. We review them for the people. Uh, so, um, what's on your mind? No, I'm just saying you got some feedback on that or something. What, why do you say that? No, I. Here's the thing: oh. the feedback that I got is that people like. Bryson Tiller's trap soul, like it, it's okay. But the people who reviewed it, they had an issue with it, um, and that's understandable. <laughs> that's understandable. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, oh, okay. but, I forgot about that. Yeah, right. that's understandable. But it's okay. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> man, I, I, I just want to let me say this. I, I appreciate everybody um, taking time out um, during this season to to help us out with this. Man, this was a this is a labor of love, um, and this is uh, this, this is something we've been we've been thinking about trying to do for a while, and we finally was able to do it. Um, we appreciate you, Reggie. Of course, you, Ian, Dave, as always. Um, it's been a it's been a really interesting um, season. Uh, looking at the just the the variety of albums we did. I mean, we did commercial success, commercially successful albums. We did underground albums. We did. Um, we did albums that might seem a bit obscure. We did some, we did an R&B album. Uh, we did a 50 Cent album. Um, so, man, I mean, as you, that that's basically what we wanted the show to be. We wanted to be something where you can listen to it and, and, and hear something different, you know, and, and, and you guys have been great, you know, with your, with your notes and, and just different little, like Ian say, different little nuggets um that you guys bring to the show man and it's it's been fantastic so we really appreciate y'all uh y'all y'all contribution and oh, man, my pleasure man 
Thank you, man. No thank you, thank man. you. So with that, uh, man, so we're gonna go on a, a little bit of a hiatus for about a month or two while we while we record some content, get some stuff up, so that the next season it'll be more consistent. Uh, we want to try to do this, give you an album review once a week, um, and we're gonna record. The plan is to record um, some of these albums that are out already. Uh, we record those and get get a lot of those um, recorded, so that when a new album pops up, we can record that and then have that ready for that week. You know, we want to try to kind of cut the time out between when a, when a new album drops and when um, when we record a re- review for it. Especially considering what's coming out next year. Um, Drake is dropping an album. I know y'all not excited about Drake is dropping an album. Kanye uh, dropping an album. Hey man, this for the well, people. There's big people album. dropping albums. This, this last one was trash. Who Drake? Yeah, that Scorpion was a hit. That was a mess. I I I agree. Uh, maybe that's something we can record. <laughs> but I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, I was not feeling that Scorpion. Now I only listened to listened to it once, and. I, I didn't feel the need to listen to it again, but we can definitely talk about that one. Um, oh. hey, how, how about the new one? I can't. This, this Drake guy, man, he is a blight on the hip hop community. A blight? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> what do you What do you mean, man? I mean, he he, he is hip hop right now. Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't like these like so-called anticipated albums and whatnot for the year it's it's funny man it's like the best albums of the year always end up being the ones that came out of nowhere that like nobody really knew it was coming out you know what i mean that's, like but that's that's kind of what hip-hop has turned into like if you think about this year how many surprise albums we got bro like albums seem to be dropping every every week or two yeah, like oh snap, Nas got an album dropping. Like it just come out in a, in, a, in a couple of days. You know what I mean? Or uh, Eminem just dropped the album. Or, or like just everybody, man. The, the Carters, they they dropped the album just out of out of the blue, man. Like it, it's, I, I love that now. Like it ain't no more like waiting. Like oh yeah, it's supposed to be out because Kanye album was supposed to be out this year. But yeah, that's I, I mean, how that went. They've been saying it's good, so I'm I'm interested in hearing it though for sure. Oh yeah, I definitely want to hear it. Who was that? No, like it was. It was somebody I can't even remember who I who I saw, but it was somebody Kanye. No, it was somebody that I wouldn't even think that would enjoy a Kanye album that was saying it was good. It was like Joe Budden, somebody like who had heard it or something. Somehow. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Don Lemon, maybe. That's no, Kanye it guy. Was, He's the bee's like, knees. It was like Rizzo, somebody that was like, man, he heard it and he was blown away by it. Like, but I don't, I don't, man. I can't remember, man. I just, I fact check it and then I quit talk about it on another, another occasion. <laughs> but it, I, I don't trust Rizzo. To be quite honest with you, judging from what he's been putting out, like, like I said, it's always those anticipated albums that like yeah. seem to let people down. It's too much hype, down. man. That's that's the, 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 the Carter Five is a prime example, man. But gentlemen, yeah. but gentlemen. Yeah. This is what we thrive on, okay? So if it's anticipated, we're going to listen to it, and then we're going to talk about it. This is for the people. <laughs> All right? That's, that's, this is what we do. I mean, it's for us, but then again, it's for the people, too. I mean, we got a little bit of give and take. So I'm going to wrap it up right there because 
I know Duke is about to play, and uh, Dave right, got a. It's already playing. Oh, watching. oh, you've been watching. Okay, my bad. But I know, I know Dave. Dave got to throw on the, the double pad long johns and get on out there. And, and Ian got some uh, some whiskey just sitting in his glass, uh, waiting to be sipped up on. So again, Absolutely. again, I want to thank you guys uh, from the bottom of my heart, man. This has been fantastic, um, and I cannot wait. Uh, for season two. So this has been the litmus. T- Yo. When you get a chance. I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't know if you want to wrap it up now. I, I wanted to ask you something afterwards or whatever. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll just uh, edit this little conversation out. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so once again, um, I've been your host, G. Smith. For my co-host, Dave. For our special guest, Ian from the Vibe Stuff Podcast uh, and our other special guest, Reggie Hammond from Chicago. Um, This has been the Litmus Test. Thanks a lot, guys.